and welcome to The Hearth and Hedge. My name is Margot. And I'm Amberly, And we are very happy to have you. Yes, we are. Uh, this is our mini-sode for the full moon in Pisces, uh, which sure also is. happens to be the harvest moon. Amberly. Yes. You know what's great about the harvest moon? That song by Neil Young. Oh, well, yeah, that, that is great about the heart. <laughs> I wasn't expecting Sorry. that answer, but it's not the wrong answer. It's not the right answer that I was expecting. Shit. Okay. What is the right answer? Uh, that you and I will be leading a ritual on this year's Harvest Moon at Anahata's uh, Purpose. Yeah, that is pretty cool. That is pretty good. I am so excited. Uh, Amberly and I, as I just said, I'm going to say it again, we are leading the Harvest Moon Water Ritual at Anahata's Purpose, and it's going to be completely and totally amazing. No pressure. No pressure at all. None. We're super excited. So if you're listening to us and you're planning on being at Anahata's Purpose, get ready. It's going to be lit. Gonna be so late. Yeah, and our and some tiki torches probably because otherwise yes, we won't be correct. able to see shit. I did buy some tiki torches, so that's gonna happen. Okay, great. It's gonna be nice. You know, mm-hmm. for once, people moving, you know, together in tandem with tiki torches are gonna be doing it for a good fucking reason. <laughs> that's right. We're not carrying torches to burn the witches. We're going to be the witches. Yes. We're gonna do some- <laughs> We're going to do some witchcraft um, down by the water. It's going to be amazing. I hope everyone loves it. So I thought that I would just quickly run through the harvest moon and some of the energies that we're going to be working with during our harvest moon ritual, if that's okay. Yeah, for sure. All right. So the September full moon, which is sometimes the harvest moon or the corn moon, The harvest moon is the full moon that occurs closest to the autumnal equinox and may take place in September or October. Otherwise, the September full moon is named the corn moon for the time of the corn harvest. This is a celebratory time of abundance, prosperity, and the nurturing of others. Uh, Mabin is widely referred to as the witch's thanksgiving as a time of great abundance and gratitude. It is also a time of mourning, reflection, and once again, gratitude for the god's great sacrifice of himself, mirrored by the great harvest and waning sun. So that nurturing of others, abundance, prosperity, and gratitude, that is precisely what we're going to be focused on when we do our um, harvest moon ritual. So basically, it's kind of like how the harvest moon is about reaping what we have sown. And it's a time of year when the last of the crops are being gathered from the field and stored for the winter. And likewise, we can look at this time to consider our own seeds that we've planted, nurtured, grown into fruition, and now may reap the benefits of. Be they career-oriented, love-themed, aligned with our personal growth, or all of the above. We have all been working towards a goal and heading down a path of growth and may now give ourselves a little pat on the shoulder uh, for the point that we have reached in our journeys thus far. Even if we feel we're just beginning, there is something to celebrate and something to feel gratitude for. So that is kind of the energy that we are going to be focusing our intention on during that harvest full moon ritual, which I am 
exceedingly excited about. I'm very excited for it too. Uh, do you want me to hit the full moon in Pisces aspect yeah, hit, of it? Hit us with some Pisces information. All righty. So the full moon in Pisces is what is coming up. The harvest moon is also the full moon in Pisces. If you know any Pisces, which I know a few, uh, you will know that this moon is probably going to be a little bit emotional. So much so that we may find ourselves overwhelmed by emotions. Pisces are also extremely creative, imaginative, and they tend to daydream. Um, with all these energies roiling around us, it's a great time to harness them and use them for good. Pisces is also ruled by Neptune, which will ramp up the mystical energy. So it's a good time to do some daydreaming, cloud viewing, or stargazing. Uh, while this may sound like an idle or silly pastime, you can get some great thinking and brainstorming done when looking at the sky. Philosophizing, which witches... <laughs> Never mind. What witches? Which witches? <laughs> Philosophizing is at its best during these times as well. Uh, also, there's nothing wrong with taking some time to enjoy yourself. Since Pisces is ruled by Neptune and the mystical energy is there, it might be a good time to use uh, that stargazing or cloud viewing as a divination opportunity or an opportunity to commune with your spirit guides. Amazing. And Pisces is a watery sign. It's a water sign. And uh, now I'm even more stoked at the fact that we decided to do a full moon water ritual. Yeah. Actually, uh, some scrying in water would be great to do during Absolutely. the Pisces full moon. Dreaming, nostalgia, intuition, psychic impressions. The only thing that we should keep in mind, though, is that it's also going to be taking place during a Mercury retrograde. Oh, fuck. Um, so maybe so, communication yeah. is not the <laughs> – I don't know. <laughs> when you consider the heightened emotions of Pisces and the communication breakdown of Mercury, I would just, I would just remind everyone to communicate carefully and yes. to communicate – honestly and to allow your vulnerability to speak because people misunderstand each other and then hurt each other's feelings even further when they don't just outright say what they're feeling you know right honesty and vulnerability might be key here uh or you can just hide until it's over <laughs> so the full moon is also falling on a saturday so another energy that you can work with is that Saturn energy. Saturdays are a great time for binding and banishing, protection, underworld magic, ancestor and spirit contact, um, building, patience, grief, addiction, as in overcoming, protective wards, cutting cords, severing unhealthy bonds, and past reflections. So there's a lot... A lot of intense energies to work with around this time. We can do it. We can do it. We can right. do it. I have another card that I pulled from the Practical Witches Spell Deck. Right. This is a dream mist potion. Thought since it's kind of uh, dreamy, the Pisces are kind of dreamy that this would be good. Um, sleeping on crisp clean herb scented sheets always make for the soundest sleep and the most delicious dreams. Here is a potion for dreamers. Four drops of lavender oil, three drops of chamomile oil or chamomile, 
three drops, drops of orange oil, and four ounces of distilled spring water. Shake the oils and water in a colored glass spray bottle or mister. 15 minutes before you retire, spray your bed, linens, bath towel, pillow, and all around your room. You may want to keep a dream journal by your bed to record what happens during the night. I like that. I'm going to try that. Yeah. My, my dreams go go in so many different directions sometimes. And then some of them feel like I'm just living another life in another world when I'm asleep. Yeah. I'm convinced I have a dream a dream husband. <laughs> What's he like? Oh, it depends on the dream. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got a few. You got a few dream husbands. <laughs> I know he's definitely the same one, but he doesn't always look the same. Oh, uh, okay. You don't have a hard time making out facial details in your dreams? Sometimes I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I find that facial details are difficult if it's not someone that you recognize from your waking life. Right. Which, is, which always makes me wonder if that's just what happens during dreaming or if it's just the way we remember it during waking, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that's exactly it. Because if, it, if, it's, if it's somebody that I haven't seen before, like – I don't know. A few nights ago, the dream husband was was this ballroom dancer that I used to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so interesting because I I've had dreams before that really really had an intense emotional um, impact on me to the point where okay, so I was single at the time. Let me put that out there. <laughs> um, but I actually had a dream about this man with gray eyes, and I was pining over this dream dude for like two weeks because my emotions were so intense in that dream and when i woke up and realized that he didn't exist i was bummed to say the least i'm sure uh and i was like it's funny because i don't normally make out facial features of people that um you know aren't from my waking life when it's Mm -hmm. like some new character i you know but clear as day those gray eyes and i was like well damn it He's not real. Or maybe he is. Maybe he is. <laughs> okay. Anyway, come on. reeling it back to the um, <laughs> mini code about the moon. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I found, I came across a page in my personal book of shadows. It's one that I haven't looked at in a while and it's a fun activity. It's kind of a way to play around with a certain kind of not magic during the full moon. So I thought I would share it. It is to make a moon braid. So what you need here, if you're going to make one, is some cord, ribbon, or yarn. I actually prefer yarn for this in black, white, and silver. Um, A moon or lunar goddess charm to hang from the finished braid. Or a moonstone pendant, some silver bells, a feather, or a few feathers in white, black, gray, or silver. You can make this however you want. Um, It's very, very similar to... Um, a witch's ladder, but it's called a moon braid. So find a quiet area to work undisturbed, preferably on the night of the full moon. If you want to make a new braid with new intentions for each full moon of the year, you can do so by altering the colors and charms that you use. Tie one end of the cords together and start the braid from there. You might want to weigh it down with something heavy so you can just, you know, pull on it as you need to make the braid. 
Visualize the moon and its phases, the ocean and tides, and the lunar goddess while you braid. Recite the healing moon chant. Ancient moon, lend your power. Bring me peace this very hour. I call upon your strength and might to bless your child this sacred night. When you reach the end of your braid, tie it off and affix your chosen charms and objects to the end, leaving some fringe. Then hang the braid at a window where you sleep and let it remind you of the power of the moon whenever you gaze upon it. I love that. Yeah. I hate it when I say things like, I love that, but I really just do. <laughs> oh, I was editing recently and the, my, uh, absolutely. Oh my God. I say that so much. Absolutely. I too. Absolutely. 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 Um, you know, it's just, I guess when you, when you do a project like a podcast, you start to realize the things, the mm-hmm. ums, the absolutely, yeah. the I love that. That's awesome. Nice. I feel like that does have to be merch. Oh, <laughs> I've got it in, I've got it in the works. I have oh, a design. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Yeah, great, I have great, a design. <laughs> Um, so, well, we are going to have merch coming up soon. Uh, we're we're putting it together. That shit's happening, guys. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm hoping it'll be sooner than later, like probably before this airs, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it, it won't it won't kill us to to get some fun designs up. Um, you know, we're going to have merch. We're still have we're still doing hoo ha parade, but hoo ha parade is going to remain. Uh, or actually be under the umbrella of just the Hearth and Hedge merch. So everything from Who Operate is still going to be 10% of proceeds going to um, women's health initiatives and reproductive rights initiatives. And then uh, the Hearth and Hedge merch is going to be donating 10% to other charities and foundations. Mm-hmm. Um, because if we can, why not? Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, Yeah. That's going to be fun. We're putting, we're putting some designs up there. Yeah. All right. That was a quick and dirty, except yeah. for mine is the dirty. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> there it is. Oh, okay. oh, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, man. Thank you guys for joining us again for... Yes, thank you for joining us for this spell work forecast for the Harvest Moon 2022. Yeah, we love you, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hello, lovelies. This is Margot, and I just wanted to add on a quick recording before we wrap up this episode because since we recorded, we have actually decided to up the percentage that we will be donating from the Hoo Ha Parade and the Hearth and Hedge merch. Um, we've decided on 15% versus 10. And we've also decided that the first charity organization that we will be donating to from the Hearth and Hedge will be the Trevor Project. Uh, You can actually find a fundraiser that we are also participating on for the Trevor Project on our Facebook page. You might have noticed that it was shared on our Facebook page by Gretchen Wieners, and you might have figured out by now that that is actually me. (laughs) 
So we are uh, working on that um, fundraiser. We will be participating in the September back to school reading challenge uh, associated with that fundraiser, reading at least 20 minutes a day. And we're working on raising some funds so we can help the Trevor Project out because we believe it is an amazing organization and we want to get involved. So I just wanted to include that quick addendum. And now I will get out of your hair. Have a beautiful day. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Hearth and Hedge, on our website, thehearthandhedge.com, or email us at thehearthandhedge at gmail.com. Our address is The Hearth and Hedge, P.O. Box 397, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, 08003. We also have a Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash thehearthandhedge. If you like what you hear, consider leaving us a review wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you.